You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. So you need to feed all these people, and all you have is three chickens and a gun. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and welcome to this week's episode of the Couch Bro Tato. That's how you open it right there, friends. That's right. I'm Alex. Morrison. And this week, we got Mikey joining us. Welcome, brother. Mikey. It's always great to have Mikey back. We hadn't had you around the table in a minute. I think the last time we talked with you was before the reboot. Probably. Because uh, y'all were discussing, I believe, uh, Pokemon games. Oh, yeah, at my house. Yeah, your house. My house. Your house. My house. <laughs> <laughs> and this is probably one of the last times uh, you'll be recording at this exact apartment. Probably. Yeah, so we're all, this motherfucker down. So where all the podcasting started. Right upstairs in Chris's old bedroom. Yep. <laughs> But no, soon I'll be getting that new place. Finally got the apartment complex figured out. Everything don't have to take them to small claims court like I thought I was going to have to. Uh, and yeah, so hopefully by next month I'll have the studio set up and all that because I've been pestering the Discord and even our group chats, being like, I want to do video game nights. But then every time I say that, I look at my setup and I go, I'm not ready for video game <laughs> nights. <laughs> but at the new place, I will be ready for video game nights. Hell yeah. Yeah. Can we have a LAN party? Oh, shit. Dude, I... I do you still have your 360? Uh, do I still have my 360? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking course I still have yeah. my 360, bro. I still have my GameCube. Same. Um, did that have a LAN on it? You could. I think so. I think with an adapter. Yeah, I think could, it had you, an yeah, adapter. Yeah, you could do a LAN network with that. Yeah. But no, I've, I have we'll romanticized... we diving behind a GameStop and figure it out. <laughs> I have romanticized the old land parties i never got to do one me neither no but it's like i, I would always see i've seen like the photos of like you know all the old nerds and geeks like in the back in late 90s you know connecting all their computers up you know bringing that shit from home and you know just having yeah. these big ass land parties Mountain playing Dude games just printing money oh, bro <laughs> doritos was snorting their own cheese dust and coming up with wacky flavors no. And that's kind of a weird thing that you brought that up because uh, on something good for you, I brought up with Dave how, you know, I kind of, it's weird to have nostalgia for an era you had absolutely nothing to do with. It's like, you know, one of the things I wish I could relive is legit general admission seating for a concert camping out outside for a few days waiting gotta make sure you're first in line so you can run on down there and get the absolute best seats because this band's coming to town it's an event it's a show it's a thing that doesn't really happen as much anymore unless you're taylor fucking swift right I also have romanticized the land parties because I just imagine the idea of all the bros getting together. I'm so excited that we can actually play all this game together. Not just a floor four player game. We can connect eight, 10 people together and play this massive, you know, whatever like RuneScape. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I've romanticized that idea and it's just not as fun. Just hooking up with everyone on discord or Xbox live or whatever. It's just like, it's, it's not the same. I think with the, you know, this is just advancement of technology period. So like when I was doing D and D, it was, it was like I had Discord open, had Twitch open. So like 
you're doing two different programs at the same time and plus you got your roll 20 website up with everybody's actively participating <laughs> like the whole fucking time and yeah your land party like do you really want to hang out with somebody you could you might see at the grocery store no not really <laughs> No, nah, I've kind of figured that out. Yeah. No, nah, I want to talk to that uh, random stranger from like Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got plays. They got plays games. <laughs> I like his personality better than the guy down the street. Yeah, fuck that guy. You guys are gonna invite randos to your land party? No, oh. no. But like people we know that are live far away, that probably would do it. Oh yeah, but they'd have to come into town though. Yeah. We always had enough people, just not enough fucking Xboxes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was always the problem. You always had enough friends, but like not enough Game Boys or not enough Xboxes, yeah. you know, or no one had a link cable. It's yeah. like everyone had Pokemon, but no one had a link cable. And you all understand that you're all poor. Yeah. yeah. So the first friend gets an Xbox. You're like, I'm going to get an Xbox. They're like, nah, you should get a PlayStation 2. Yeah. So that way. <laughs> and, that, and that's the worst part is it's like, hey, uh, Chris has got a GameCube. Oh, man, that's, that's badass, man. The new Mario games is shit. Hey, uh, the new Grand Theft Auto PlayStation 2 is really fucking San Andreas, motherfucker. <laughs> get to play CJ and Tin Penny and all that shit. They just got this guy with Xbox and Halo and fucking Gears of War. It's just like, <sighs> God damn it. We, whose parents smoked? Because <laughs> like, that motherfucker had a PlayStation. <laughs> and, well, yeah, exactly what Mikey was saying. I remember hearing kids talking about that being like, you know, Jimmy got the new Sega. Hey, see if your mom will get the new Nintendo. And then that way we could trade games and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. God. I mean, we still do it. But remember the trading games. That used to be way bigger than it is now. I mean, oh, yeah. between the three of us, we do it. Which, by the way, I have your Pokemon game upstairs. Nice. <laughs> but that Chris gave to me, which I need to give to you um but no so it's like we still trade games and kind of pass them around but it's like i just remember back in the day like kids would open up their book bag or their binder and his like it would be just overflowing with game boy games and it was like pokemon trading and it was just like i got looney tunes game and watch gallery 2 <laughs> putt putt <laughs> i'll trade you these three for the cats game <laughs> I remember buying my first Game Boy for $10 because I had a rolled up change of $10 and handed a roll of dimes to this guy and he just handed me a Game Boy <laughs> and it had Damn. Pokemon Blue in it. And I'm just like, yeah, this is the shit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then I had a Game Boy Color right after that. <laughs> well, I have a feeling today's going to be very game-centric because, again, as we covered in our last episode with the uh, writer strike, uh, there's nothing coming out of Hollywood. Um, but yeah, Fuck them. <laughs> Do we even have any news to run over, or do we just want to kind of roll into our main topic? Because, again, just kind of doing a brief overview. I mean, there's been some YouTube drama between, like, prank, you know, video guys getting, like, arrested and shit like that. But, like, nothing that we could, like, really sink our teeth into. Yeah, like, the only thing I've heard recently is uh, that one conspiracy, or not conspiracy, it was uh, the YouTuber Illuminati has gotten to some wild shit because apparently okay. she's an asshole. All right. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That, that's, that'll be enough on that. Let's head on over to our news segment. Illuminati. Holy shit. I've completely forgot about this. So, you know when you just get that weird feeling that you just don't like an internet personality? You can't quite put your finger on it, but you're just like, something about this person really fucking annoys me i hid that from chris because chris was a fan of illuminati well i'm not much of a fan i just like i was binging the content yes but, but it, you remember that one day yeah. i walked down and i saw you watch i was like what are you watching you're like i'm watching illuminati and i just went um oh, 
(laughs) I never cared for like, I, I never, I don't know the tone of her voice and just like the way she presented herself. I had heard people presenting themselves in that way before. And then they also turn out to be snakes. <laughs> so I just kind of had that weird feeling, but um, it all of a sudden came to light that she and her editing team had been going after people, notably legal Eagle of all people on YouTube saying that they have been copying her video editing style that editing style being um, highlighters on paper, uh, crumpled up, ripped pieces of paper to you know show quotes, and um, a specific like transition wipe between like segments. The standard features in YouTube editing. Yes, the the standard like things you would find in Adobe Premiere, or Final Cut Pro, or any of these video editing apps or you know effects bundles you could buy. Maybe slightly edited, maybe slightly changed, but you know, shit you've been seeing since the 90s with true crime documentaries. Yeah, yeah try, trying to say that. And here's the problem that was the tiny spark that kind of lifted the whole thing because yeah, it after a forest fire, because she just wouldn't let it the fuck go. Yeah, if it had just been that, we probably wouldn't even be talking about it on here because that happened weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, whatever, we're not covering that. YouTuber after YouTuber after YouTuber is coming out talking about how like she had been like talking shit on like Discord and like trying to stab other folks in the bag, lying about other people. It's just it turned into this big thing. And the weird thing about it is she's acting like nothing's happening. Like she's still releasing videos, hasn't addressed it really. Well, she uh, did like a, a half-ass apology video, and oh, everybody okay. was just like, "Yeah, okay." But like that's the, it, like, the typical YouTuber apology video. Yeah, like, not like a, I, not I like a Logan Paul. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I showed a dead person in the forest. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, my bad. Like, my bad. I went to the suicide forest and I found a dead body. Okay, I pulled a stand by me, and that was my bad. That's on me. That's on me. I should have had a fat kid, a nerdy kid, and Corey Feldman, and I think that would have kind of rounded the group. But that's on me. I'm Logan Paul, and I'm made of shit. And I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. That that would be better. If somebody fucked up on YouTube, just some stupid shit, and just made a picture of just butters being, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I would have been like, word, we're good. What's your next video? So I'm just waiting. Like, that's the only forgive thing. and forget, that's right? That's the only thing I hate about like YouTube when they're talking about this inner drama bullshit. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Penguin Zero, or his fucking name was? Because he goes into it deep uh, about other YouTubers, and it's just like... Charlie, Moist Critical. Yeah, and it's like, can you guys just shut the fuck up about each other? No one gives a fuck about your personal lives. Just make content and shut the fuck up. That's, I do have to say, the Charlie Sneeko drama was but, fucking hilarious, but like, though. But it's just like, shut the fuck up about it. Like I don't care. And like, I clicked on it by accident, the Illuminati one because I was like, oh, she's got a new video out because she does these deep dives into corporations. And all of a sudden, it's Illuminati is oh, the yeah. worst YouTuber on the face of the planet. Really? And let us tell you why. Yeah, yeah really? Like, yeah, she's the worst fucking YouTuber. There was literally a serial killer on YouTube from what I remember back in like 2008. And everybody's just like, oh, yeah, he's fine. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, they're, they're just people at the end of the day. And they're dumb as fuck when they're not online. Like, That's actually a topic we ought to cover. Um, people that were on YouTube that were later discovered to be like extremely nefarious because the first one that I immediately think of, uh, and I'd like to do a, a better dive on instead of just a cursory mention here. Um, 
I do not remember his name, but it was this older gentleman that really kind of had like this dad aesthetic to him, kind of like the internet's dad. He was kind of showing, you know, all these really wholesome videos and then come to find out like he was either like a pedo or like, you know, some sort of abuser or some shit. And it's like that came out and they're like... Oh no! This guy's a menace, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it completely tanked his career. But it is it is that it takes kind of like what you're watching. Like it does. It gives it like it this weird out, sheen. If it came out that like Scott the Waz not only collected like Nintendo games, was also collecting an arsenal of weapons and like <laughs> sarin gas or some shit. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, he probably would, that weird little fuck. Like, that, that was taste. But you would probably respect him a little bit more after that. Yeah, because he spent some money on something that's worth something. But, like, <laughs> not fucking Switch games. But, like, <laughs> it's a collection, Chris. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, I don't collect a goddamn thing. No, nothing. Because <laughs> I don't need to. I have guns. <laughs> but, like, well, I thought I, you were being sarcastic. I th- I, you do collect a few things. I have guns. Um, <laughs> but, like, it just seems like, like when you watch wholesome YouTubers and stuff, like that it kind of taints the whole field of play it's kind of like when you start hearing like your childhood you know showrunners like bill like your bill cosby's and stuff like yeah yeah these guys are monsters but hey steve rogers or uh, mr rogers is still good mr rogers didn't fuck and up so is steve rogers yeah, steve he's rogers. good chris evans didn't fucking kill nobody like but like those people are like steve Irwin, mr rogers and stuff like yeah they're stuff's not tainted but then you get like bob ross like cheated on his wife and uh, all that shit bill cosby's and your dan snyder yeah like (laughs) bob ross with bill cosby dude bob ross would fucking beat the shit out of bill cosby like that motherfucker was a marine if you don't agree get in the fucking comments (laughs) hey uh hey hey bill and i'll say it on this show all right uh, all right would you consider weezer grunge no what would you consider them then? I consider bad. them gr- <laughs> I consider bad. them grunge. Fucking mids, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the fucking mid, bro. This buddy Holly wannabe looking fucking cunt. Go go to a plane crash. Fucking Jesus Christ. I hope your fucking plane crashes. Call me the next Merle Haggard, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but no, no, I, I'm definitely bringing grunge. Put- really. I think so. Pop, they're a little poppy to be grunge. They're from Seattle, man. It's the so, fucking- <laughs> so is Gary Ridgway. <laughs> so, well, so, so Mikey hit it on the head. So what Dave and I discussed on Something Good For You. See, I like this now that the shows get to cross-pollinate because I bring up Casper Potato shit on Something Good For You as well. Um, we discussed, you know, what makes a punk band. And I came to the ultimate conclusion that it's, you know, the personality and the attitude behind it Heroin. because because no because i would consider blondie punk yeah you listen to the music it's not aggressive fast quote-unquote punk rock but I, poppy. but i it's also very poppy but i would consider it punk rock same thing with television and devo all that shit was punk so if we're gonna label that kind of stuff punk rock i would also turn around and label a band like weezer grunge they came straight from that seattle scene they fucking hate themselves they're down on themselves all the time they're a bunch of little limp dick whiny bitches just like all the rest of the fucking grunge emo bands of the time so it's like why not they they fit the they fit the bill one question is their best song a cover song I don't know. I don't like them enough to know any of their if shit. That's true. If that's true, then yeah, they're probably a fucking grunge band. <laughs> the most grunge band is their Wait, best how song. is that the qualification? Nirvana's uh, biggest Nirvana's song Nirvana's best is... album is Unplugged, and that's a fucking covers album. <laughs> no, Nevermind is bigger it's... than Unplugged. 
Unplug sounds so much better. I didn't say it didn't sound but better. Like, I said, but I, never mind is a bigger that, that, record. Their, their best was when they were unplugged doing covers. <laughs> their their music is good, but goddamn, those covers are better. <laughs> but like, it, it, yeah, like a lot of grunge bands do do covers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like uh, Chris Cornell did uh, so, "Nothing Compares to You," which is a Sinead O'Connor, which was a Prince song. Yeah, and he did that better than most of his fucking career. <laughs> like, so yeah, like I, I, I believe. Where do you put him, Mikey? The one musician in the fucking or the second musician of the table and he's not even like speaking up i don't think i could honestly tell you one weezer song off the top of my head we were saying it earlier that buddy holly song the playboy song the playboy song what was it beverly hills yeah beverly hills and their cover song Africa. Well, no, okay. Well, Beverly Hills. They, <laughs> they went full. Yeah, and well, they sound like Duran Duran or Toto. Well, by the time they got to Beverly Hills, I mean that's everyone considers that their major turning point. So trying to lump that in their early like blue album shit that like Buddy Holly came off of. It's it to me. It's it's poppy grunge. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but like you know, if the attitude of grunge is self-loathing and I hate this town, I hate this city, I hate my friends, and I hate the girl that broke up with me. If that's the you know, sounds like a Mark Chemical Romance song. Well, is gr- is emo not just the next progression of grunge? I don't know, man. It's fucking- and would Weezer not be the breaking point between the two? Oh, yeah. uh, it's hard to say. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just fucking. Just, I all I do is just get listen. in the fucking comments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking right, and no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. Everyone just wants to go. No, they're not grunge. No one has been able to prove how they're not grunge. <laughs> they're alive. <laughs> there. I just fucking proved it. Yeah, Eddie Vedder is the fucking is the only last standing Highlander of the grunge scene. So yeah. That's what does makes them. They're not, yeah, they're still fucking alive. They could pull through, just blow their fucking brains. But out. Rage Against the Machine doesn't count. No, that's fucking rock. Dude. That's fucking metal. That's not, Yeah, I was gonna say that's rap metal. <laughs> Killing Rage. in the name of and such. Yeah. <laughs> Killing in the name of and such. <laughs> I would love a country. I would love a country version cover of just like a lot of Rage Against the Machine songs because it would sound like old cowboy country. Just fuck the government, fuck the cops, I kill them all. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what old country was, man. Fuck the law, man. I'll kill that motherfucker. <laughs> man, fuck all these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, back when back when everybody watched NASCAR because it was about. Running away from cops and shit. Running liquor and shooting cops. That's what that shit was all about. God damn it, Terry, you drunk again. Yeah. Well, well, I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm running the pace car at Daytona. Drunker than hell. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Drunker than hell. (laughs) Just another. Use one. Use one. Same in your squat car. (laughs) Use one. Let's talk about fucking Hicks. <laughs> but like you know, I hate. I I don't like that subgenre shit a lot because it it just gets too many people in the middle. Yeah, like punk. You know, it's still rock. It's just rock to me. Yeah. You know, it's a giant umbrella of rock and roll. You know, uh, but you know, you got the um, giant umbrella of rap and hip hop, and you got R and B and blues and stuff like that. It's like, is Prince an R and B or is he a pop star? You know, like. You can say R and B because a lot of it's you know R and B music, but he hit the pop charts. You know, this yeah, is, it's very, it's very kind of muddled in the water when you're trying to describe music. I get that hate kill thing. Well, as someone who listens to music, <laughs> I get that fucking attitude a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so 
it's kind of hard to say a lot of those times whatever they say they are yeah fuck it yeah tell them yeah <laughs> if they come out on stage yeah we're the new grunge band from seattle okay cool grab your plaid shirts and your guns <laughs> I, I just like making a statement on the uh, show and getting people riled up <laughs> but uh actually another piece of news that i completely forgot about uh disney is closing down the star wars galactic star cruiser mm. Only open for a little over a year and is getting shut down. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. Never got to go on the Disney Galactic Star Cruiser. I didn't get to go on the Disney Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser either. What even is that? <laughs> uh, that was the... Is that in California or Florida? Florida. Yeah. Uh, this this was part of the big like Star Wars area they built up. This was the hotel that was in it. Uh, you'd check into the Star Cruiser um, and you would get list, lifted off into space and you would spend the night in space. So it's like they had like TV monitors everywhere. It's and like a lazy Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it was fully immersive. Everyone was in different gear. You could pick a side, you know, the resistance or the rebellion, you know, yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. And it was ridiculously priced like for the price of a used car you could stay there for two nights another part of, <laughs> another another part of it Damn. another part of it was the uh is a political aspect of it i don't want to get into with disney in the state of florida yes but that doesn't have everything to do with this it. one is a major point of it because of the regulation disney has on itself disney is a country unto itself in a weird fucking way and recently the governor of florida said no you're not and so, so how does it connect? I'm curious. All right. So when Walt, Walt Disney bought up all the land and created his own regulation bureaus, like we have here, we have inspection bureaus that come to apartment complexes and inspect them, make sure they're livable. Disney does that for themselves. They don't have to. And then some shit happened with the governor of Florida who disagreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it's a very political size thing of it. So Disney threatened to pull out a lot of repairs that were going to be made, not only on the Star Wars front, but a lot of remodeling to Disney World. Uh, With the future closing of Orlando, there's a lot of jobs up in the air right now because Orlando Studios, uh, the the park or whatever, will be closing soon. Uh, There was rumors that Disney will expand, maybe buy out Orlando, maybe make it a secondary location for like lesser property. Universal. Yeah. Yeah. So they th- they were th- that was the plan. So when this happened, uh, the Florida government decided to overstep a little bit and say, no, you need to follow the regulations of the state. And Disney being Disney, was like, uh, go fuck yourself. And so that, that, that happened. And now there's <laughs> it's a rumor, and it's a stupid fucking rumor that Disney World is going to pack up and leave. It's a $2 billion fucking campus basically no it's not going to pick up and fucking leave you don't just abandon a castle so I'll, so the reason i asked that though is because i had a feeling i was going to ask this as a lead-up question so what does that have to do with the star cruiser shutting down mm. so when they built that whole thing it was supposed to have a yearly maintenance plan mm-hmm. part of that was part of the regulation committee that disney had in place well that got erased and re- replaced with a regulation group created by the governor of florida run by people that he picked who aren't Disney friendly. So Disney, instead of cutting their losses and just saying, fine, we'll do whatever the fuck you say, we'll just get rid of the jobs. So, so you they're, believe they're, that and not that it was just overly priced and Star Wars Disney's hype. Always, is, and, start, all, and hold on, because I, I see that side. I let, I let all that ride. Now, hold on. Let's see this. Star Wars is at an all-time low. We're at the edge of, we're at the edge of a recession. I already said that in order to stay there for two nights is the price of a used car. 
I am really willing to bet that people just aren't fucking buying it out. And they had to shut down because it just wasn't selling. No. Because of this economy. No, I, the Disney is one of those few recession-proof things that's been lasted out for a very long time. So in 2008, they got rid of their nature thing. Remember the giant tree they had? Yeah. So they got rid of that during 2008. Not because it was less, because it was expensive. So this is just an expense they need to get rid of. So you don't even see that as they were getting rid it's of something of to put up something it. new? It's part of it, but it's also a fuck you to the local government of Florida. I, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just sitting here saying I don't believe it. <laughs> there, there's a difference between not believing and you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, out of all the things I've seen, that's the first time I've heard those um the government because i've heard because here's the problem i've heard both of those i've heard the problems they've had with florida government and all this other shit and how it's all caused all these problems and how they're having to retool things i've heard all that and then i've heard the star wars stuff it always just seemed like those were two separate conversations in those type things like the star wars thing was a no one's buying it it's too expensive we're going to change into something else plus at the same time we've also got to do a florida and with all this other crap yada 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 that just always seemed like two separate conversations, like two different group chats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is the biggest fight that Disney's having when it comes to their park. Got it. All right, so like their studio, whole whole different game, you know. Because yeah. I do believe the studio itself is a bit recession proof. Yeah, I do believe that. Uh, so Disney as a corporation, the one churning out the cartoons and the movies and stuff, you know what? Yeah, they got the capital to do that all day long. I don't believe that's true with their amusement parks. Especially with everything we've seen. I think their amusement parks are the most recession vulnerable. Well, a, a, a theme park like that, there's nothing like it for Disney. There's nothing like it. There's things that come close. Like, you know, we have Carowinds. You know, that's big here in the South. Yeah, know? and then like four hours up the road, we got like Kings Dominion and Emerald Florida. And, yeah. and the Virginia line. I mean, sorry, not Virginia, not Florida. I was thinking yeah, back on that. But like those, those, those will close down sometimes and they'll stay open and they'll fluctuate price and, you know, stuff like that. Disney is, is an experience that they try <laughs> to kind of like a cruise, kind of make it worth your while. Yeah. But with this, I just I do see, yeah, it's probably not making a lot of money. It is expensive, but so is Disney World. Disney World's even more expensive than that little part. So Disneyland in California is just as, if not more expensive, for less shit. Because, see, that was the big thing I was hearing that the backlash was, was like the way it was being promoted is like this wasn't going to be like an additional thing on top. It was going to be like part of the experience. It was going to be kind of like a walkthrough, you know, like hour or so thing that, you know, it was just part of your ticket of getting in there. And then all of a sudden they swapped it to where it's like this couple thousand dollar experience. And, you know, I, I do remember about a year ago when it popped up, everyone was just like, the fuck is this? And the price. Uh, has anyone here even gone to Disneyland I, or Disney at all? I've no, been I've to never, neither. I've never been to Disney World. I ain't got fucking money for that. Mikey? Nope. Really? I thought you went at least once. That's why I brought it we up. went to Universal Studios. Mm, okay. And yeah, I was going to play in Orlando for a week. Got which it. Which is basically the same as going to Disney. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of free parks scattered throughout. Really? And gift shops and button traders and shit like that. And that's the, thing, that's the kind of thing about Disney World. It is a world into itself. And I don't believe like the lackluster 
thinking Star Wars is kicking in. I, I think because you know you're going to a theme park, you make your experience your own. Yeah, you know I don't think just because two couple like three shitty movies came out that I'm not going to enjoy Star Wars. There's still going to be the Star Wars experience. Yeah, but but it's not from like what Kathleen I, Kennedy's out there spitting on you. Buy my ticket, you bitch. <laughs> you're like, she's like she's not out. <laughs> but from what I heard, even the experience like isn't all that. Like like it was kind of like lackluster. Like it was just it was like for oh children. Well, that's, that's, that's another thing about Star Wars fans. They don't fucking prep themselves for an experience. <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, well, uh, I'll, At least I'll, not properly. I'll combat that comment there. I'm like, oh, it's for kids. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Toy Story's for kids. Yeah. Monsters, Inc. is for kids. That it is. Up but, is for kids. Yeah. Mulan and Pocahontas is for adults. <laughs> I enjoy all of those movies as an adult. Yeah. Would you want to watch those movies with a room full of 50... 50- third graders <laughs> 53 graders third graders That's no i wouldn't but at the same time goddamn schools are overcrowded <laughs> my, my point being just because something's for kids doesn't mean that it inherently doesn't have to appeal to adults I didn't say it you does. can create a star wars world in disney that is for kids but it's still going to make the adults happy no that's why epcot's for no, oh, please, Epcot crashed and burned in the late 90s. But that's what it was originally for, is for adults. Yeah, but I was saying it, it it's failed, like I'm dragging, my, I'm dragging my fucking kids to every goddamn ride, and they're just like, you want to bone the teacups? All right, let's go to Epcot German section. Probst. All right, all right. German. Why <laughs> teacups, you son of a bitch? Why are you crying? Dumbo's not crying. And his mom's dead. <laughs> but again, all of this is for naught because it doesn't fucking matter. I think no, in the next, no three of us at this table yeah, can th- afford to fucking go to Disney I think at all. The, I think in the next two years after certain things happen, we'll find out for sure. I did like the rumors that they're moving. I love that idea. Can you imagine how hectic that is? Disney World was to move. Going to Texas. Oh, fuck. Well, I heard North Carolina was an option. Cause fucking that was- where? I thought they were going to dig the whole state up to mine lithium and <laughs> precious fucking metals. What? Yeah. I didn't even hear about that. Oh, yeah. There's going to be like a huge, uh, right outside of Albemarle, so maybe like an hour from here. Hell yeah. The Piedmont Lithium Group is one wow. of the biggest mining that's I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised about here, that considering uh, a lot of battery companies are moving away from lithium into something new. Well, I don't Precious metals. Yeah, but lithium yeah. is still fun. <laughs> I was going to say, you still got to get those uh, rare earth magnets. They probably gave it the name like 10 years ago, and now they're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Now we're in the lithium business. <laughs> now we're in the lithium God damn it, Gary. <laughs> I said just make it Jimmy's Mining Company. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. This is just as good as your asbestos business. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Yeah. I told you last time I wasn't going to let you name the company again. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> there's literally a, there's literally a town in Russia called uh, Espesta, which is a uh, asbestos mining company. Nice. Like, town, and they don't believe asbestos causes cancer. Mmm. All right. The pride of the Russian idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we have any other news topics aside from Star Wars getting wrapped up in their own political battles when everyone wanted to bitch about too much politics um, in the movies to start with? Well, like always with this podcast, uh, someone died. So rest in peace, Tina Turner. Yes, rest in peace, uh, queen. Tina Turner. But on that note, I guess it's time for us to move on into our main topic. And you might even hear a special little intro. Oh, 
shit, it's a fistful of quarters. That's right. We couldn't we couldn't let Mikey get out of here without us doing more gaming talk. It's the only thing he's good for at this point. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Write an intro for some shows for us. And do that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll start uh we'll start hiring you to like start writing skits and we'll start filming and like shooting skits. I I say random things like this to see if like anyone like gets on my ass and it's just like yo I want skits and, and then I'll just be like okay cool fi- I'll finally make those but like if no one's like you know just doing behind, that's a good idea just, just I'm not wasting my time with this shit anymore just a lot of behind the scenes stuff of just me and Mikey well Mikey I understand I'm supposed to swallow fifty eggs but why is my character swallowing fifty eggs <laughs> <laughs> and you're just over here bullying eggs like I don't know no, you're yeah. like method acting <laughs> method <laughs> acting yeah. I'm not a goddamn actor I'm a liar <laughs> method acting you keep saying the word meth a lot and i'm just like <laughs> method acting actors can't be trusted <laughs> you guys didn't want me to take so much adderall why do they make the pills so small get in the fucking comments <laughs> If I wasn't meant to eat these like M and M's, then why am I not Odin? <laughs> that's that that that's your reason. I didn't OD, so therefore it's fine. <laughs> Jesus, I spoken like a true addict. Yeah. <laughs> but Chris had another great topic idea for us today, discussing our favorite multiplayer games. And I like that phrasing better because when he initially brought it up to me, he's like, "Yeah, favorite two player games." I'm no, like, fuck, I think I've played like two two player games my entire life. He goes, "What? You've never played multiplayer games?" And then all of a sudden, it hit me. I'm like. Oh, yeah, two plus player. Yeah, Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 we could do that. (laughs) Well, I think the first one that immediately comes to mind, and it completely splits the table because I love the game, I think Mikey likes it, and Chris hates it, is Mario Kart. I just don't like racing games. It's hardly a racing game. It's a fucking racing game. Okay. They literally race around a track. Right, so so when someone says racing game, I think of like those legit racing like the uh the, the Gran Turismo the, yeah the Gran Turismo the Forza games that you would get on like Xbox and PlayStation that's what I think of when I think racing game yeah. no, not a fucking pink dinosaur in a fucking stacked out go-kart <laughs> flinging bananas if you're hitting the gas button it's got wheels man it's a racing game <laughs> I'm sorry, and you're yelling at the screen at some other motherfucker next to you, and like this cocksucker threw something. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, I don't see motherfuckers throwing bananas and turtle shells in Forza. Fun fact: you can do that in NASCAR games. Yep, there's a mode in NASCAR games where you can use projectiles. I remember the first time I ever played a NASCAR game for the GameCube. You could do that. I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Hell yeah! Yeah, and then Dale Earnhardt just shot me with a fucking bow. Oh, this motherfucker's making a right turn to hell right now. I better bam! <laughs> it's like yeah. Sit you to hell on a shutter, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't play racing games, because I'll say shit like that. <laughs> well, uh, what Mario Kart games did you play? Mm. Recently, Mario Kart 8. Yes. <laughs> at Mikey's house. And all I was just like, hey, I, I made it a nice place. I'm fine. <laughs> but like the, the only racing game I did play was actually the Super Monkey Ball 2. Was just like I was just really good at that one, because I'm just like, it's Monkey Ball. It's no... You're rolling around. And okay, Theo Vaughn, I asked about Mario Kart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, uh, I played the Super Nintendo one growing oh, up. And oh, then that was the oh, worst oh, one. To you, but like for other kids my age, that were closer to my age, that was all they had. Yeah. And then the 64 came out, and I played that one later on. Uh, and it was still just a racing game. It was just a game because it was four people. With a shitty controller. Yeah. 
I am tired of all you motherfuckers shitting Dude, it's on cool Nintendo if you want to hold a fucking dick while you hold a controller. That's fine. That's uh, all to look, you. Look, all the smooth brains don't know. Oh, there's three little points to it. I don't know where to put my hands. I've only got two hands, and there's three places for me to put my That's hands. Exactly what I'm, I'm really confused. I'm lost. <laughs> That's what I hear every time I hear people talk shit on anyone, that controller. Anyone, where do I put my hand? Do I put it in the middle, or do I put it on the trash. left? Yeah, the 64 is <laughs> trash. Garbage console, You got one hand man. for the right hand, one hand for the left hand and this one goes up your ass <laughs> because that's where it fucking and belongs. you control it with your tank yeah you control it you control it with your tank instead of squeeze doing your the, sphincter to squeeze the z button and if you yeah, can't get your like, ankles behind your head you don't get to play it just sounds like just in your room <laughs> what, what are you, you doing, doing? <laughs> i'm playing mario party fucking losing leave me alone <laughs> fucking losing. losing the goddamn mind is what i'm doing it's a skill problem mom <laughs> Well, honey, there's we can go to church for that. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Dave will figure it out. <laughs> but no, it's oh, just, I'm really good at the Super Mario like the, Karts on the Nintendo 64. The racing games, like a lot of the racing games, are just seem like niche, and they are. They're they're a very particular brand of game. Mario Kart, I will say, like of all the properties that Nintendo has, is probably their most popular, next to like Smash Brothers and Mario itself. But it is. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying I don't like those games. Yeah. Um, and it's not really a competitive thing either. It's just like, I like playing different types of like shooters and stuff like that. Games you'll win. Because <laughs> you showed your hand right at the very beginning of the conversation. You went, oh, I got ninth place. You like games that you'll like easily, immediately get like second or first place in. <laughs> but like, that, that's my goal is just a place. But like, that's a, but at, at a competitive wise, I don't care. Right. No, because I get it, that. Like, I like seeing the people who are really good at it mm. play the game, much like when we were uh, I think we got the Skylark. Yeah. We are putting money on that. I played, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Jerry, you want to put some money on the ponies, motherfucker? <laughs> and you got two guys playing the 64, playing the fucking racing game. I was like, yeah, left, left guy's got this motherfucker. He's got it. And Jerry, I love Jerry's competitive nature because he got fucking mad as shit when that guy came back from fourth place and fucking swept it. I'm I mean, like, here you go, motherfucker. I mean, both boys are just drop <laughs> trowel fucking rocking it. Yeah, just, <laughs> but like, he got mad as shit. It was over a dollar. I was like, hell yeah, Jerry. That means you're an addict. <laughs> Good for you, Jerry. God damn it. Hey, you want to put some more money on it? I'll ride this motherfucker out because it's a dollar. You know, yeah. it's it's, it's a friendly. Doing this at the Skylark. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that, that's fun. <laughs> Fuck the band. <laughs> I don't know Mario Kart though. For me, it's the great equalizer. In that, no the matter equalizer. Who, well, no matter who who's playing, anyone can pick it up and play it. Yeah, it's like baseball. Yeah. So it's like, to me, it's the, it's the ultimate, what were you laughing at? It's like baseball. Baseball is an American pastime because anyone yeah. can play it. True. <laughs> Unless you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> and then you can play as a spectator. <laughs> or a bat boy. Or girl, whatever. Girls have legs that are gone to. Battle bifida and whatnot. Is it pronounced uh, differently as a woman? God damn it. Anyway. I think so. <laughs> but, but it's like anyone can pick up and play Mario Kart. And, and even the special kids. <laughs> and that's what makes me like really look at it and go, it's the ultimate multiplayer game. Because even something like Smash Brothers, that is ton of fun to play. You gotta have a certain skill set to be able to really play. Yeah, yeah you, you can button mash all day long. Yeah. But like if you actually really want to play, you need to learn your combos and how to really move around and, and control your, your Exactly, and you're fired because every single fighter has a different skill set. They move different. Well, everything I, I, I else. consider that with Mario Kart too, because you get someone who's played the game a certain way. He's going to use Excite Bikes with Yoshi or some shit, and it's just like, 
okay, he knows how to play that specific play. He knows how to get certain power-ups and why he gets those certain power. He's aiming for those. He knows the track right. a certain way. Like Everybody plays Rainbow Road a different way because they know the side track, the, the side bullshit, the uh, shortcuts, which I liked about the Mario movie. It was just like, oh, shit, shortcut again. Yeah, so that's, that's always the fun part of it. And it's cool watching those guys exploit the game because I'm a big fan of like speed running and watching people just go fast as fuck. This is just fun to watch and put money on. It's even better. Fast as fuck, boy. boy. <laughs> I love how you knew immediately what I was doing. <laughs> but I just like, I love seeing like the rage in some people because watching people play Mario Kart on the Switch is kind of fun to watch. I'm not a fan of the controller on it, but even though you only need what, three buttons to play the whole fucking game. So like it, it is go steer an item, but like it, it is so fucking small with the Switch controller. That I'm gonna buy you a Switch Pro controller. I have a Switch Pro controller. <laughs> I was gonna say so you can like thoroughly enjoy the Switch. <laughs> yeah, I have a Switch Pro. I've never hooked mine to a TV. Ever. Oh, I was about to say. Well, you can't, but I remember you have the OLED now. I've never plugged that motherfucker to a TV. <laughs> well, uh, Mikey, what would you say your favorite multiplayer is? Favorite multiplayer? Well, favorite two-player game have to be Contra. Fuck yeah! One. That's a deep cut. Two-player. Which one? The first one for the NES. NES or SNES? NES was hard. Yeah. Super fucking hard. Stupid hard. hard. I had Alien Wars, which is Contra Three, and that was fucking awesome. And because that that was when the the graphics got like amped the fuck up, but. The two-player side-scrollers are fucking tough as shit. You know, a lot of people talk about, like, some of these Switch games, you know, so you got to work together. Contra, right. if you didn't work together, they got to have your back, you are fucking done. Because it's one-shot kill yeah. every time. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And then especially those old side-scrollers where you oh, get yeah. the one guy that's a little too hasty, so he's moving yeah, he just a little ass. too fast. It's like the Mario You're getting the, fucked up. It's like a Mario game where it's like four people on the screen going side Yeah, yeah the Mario, <laughs> you, the Super Mario Brothers U. God damn it, Larry, slow oh, the fuck slow down. It's just like down. one guy, the one kid you invited over, the one kid, no one really knows. And he's just, he's just <laughs> like struggling with it because he's got the broken controller because everyone's an asshole. He's got his own two liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, he brought his own drink. This <laughs> is all his drink. own special drink. Yeah, shout out to Davey Dirt. He, uh, he actually gave me a copy, uh, a download code for um, Mario Bros. U Deluxe on Switch. And um, I got downloaded, and I told my girls, "Hey, why don't we play this? It's it's a multiplayer Mario, it's side scroller, it's a relationship it. building game." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely! It's so is a relationship building game because two minutes into the game, I'm fucking cheesing this shit like I fucking do every fucking Mario game, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Sorry, I'll slow down." So now I'm like not running the level, and mm-hmm. she's like dying every two seconds, and, and now I'm just like, "Stay in the bubble, stay in the bubble. Let me run through this. Stay in the bubble." <laughs> She's like, no, I want out. And she's like shaking the controller to yeah. make it like come closer to me. I'll stop. I'm trying to run through this course so we can just get through it. <laughs> the hard thing about that game is like the further you are apart, the screen gets smaller because the, the landscape has to adapt. And I've been playing that one where there was no limit and the screen kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I'm just like, keep up. Keep up. <laughs> For the love of Christ, keep up because I can't go backwards. I can't do that. Well, <laughs> you gotta not. take it slow. There's a lot of secret stuff. They like to hide things in no! these games, man. Your first playthrough, you don't look for secret shit. Your first playthrough, you beat that motherfucker to an inch of its life and keep playing. <laughs> Actually, I'm the other way around. Oh, you gotta find all the secret shit? First playthrough, I'm all secret shit. Nope. I take it slow, I find all the little stuff. And then the more I play, the faster I get. And then I try speed running that stuff by the time I'm by the end of it. Uh, I'm like, a big level grinder. That's my thing. Dude, that is with it's like an RPG like, yeah. and you're just building your character up. Like 
the new Zelda game. And so it's like, yeah, I could go find her ass and save her. <laughs> but I kind of want to see how many people I could kill with one now, heart. that needs to be a side story in Mario. Yeah. I could go save her, but I want to see how many people I can kill first. <laughs> how many lives can I get in Super Mario? Oh, yeah, I get 99 before I get to Donut Island. <laughs> just, like, just grind the fuck out of that game but yeah like it, I, the culture game side scrollers were always fun especially when you like when you're playing in an arcade when you had streets of rage and stuff like that yeah and it was a beat side side beat em ups and you always had that two-player game and watching people try to do that especially if the uh the handicap is off and uh, uh free fire is on so you can accidentally hit the person me and you played that uh for the sega uh at your house on through the switch remember the uh it was in part. It was part of the uh, Sega. It was one of those no no nonsense fucking Sega games. It was a side scroller beat 'em up, and me and you were like, "Oh, what the fuck yeah. are these characters?" And it's just it. like it was like Rage of Streets, like knockoff. Street, oh, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. It's, it's Streets yeah. of Rage, Rage knockoff. Of streets. Yeah. Streets are fucking mad, dude. Dude, they had people coming up with trash cans, baseball bats wrapped in barbed wire, and it was just like, oh, I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it was it was one of those side scroller beat 'em ups, and me and him had put it on, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> because it was like it was like Double Dragon. Like the characters are just over the top looking. Yeah, you had your big character, your smaller character, uh, and it was just like. Just over the top, like, was it like a gangland game or? It was like a gangland game. I think so. Because like they they, I, we'll fucking find it. But like, it's on the Switch like library library yeah. in, for Sega, and it had a stupid cover on it, and it's just <laughs> like, well, we got to play it now because it, it was doing that at the right time. I, I pulled out that um, Echo the Dolphin, <laughs> Echo the Dolphin for Sega. Yeah. <laughs> Where you play the dolphin, fight aliens. Well, what was your favorite multiplayer game, Chris? Super Mario Brothers. Do you got you played as Mario and Luigi? Oh well, we'll see. When I think multiplayer, I, I think like at the same time playing. Oh, okay. Well, at the same time, it'll be Street Fighter. Ooh. Street Fighter Two Turbo SNES. Nice. That's a good one. That's yeah, not a good the new one. Challengers one with fucking T Hawk and Feelong. <laughs> that game. I'm talking about with Sagat, fucking uh, Bullrog, Bison, uh, Vega, and the original eight. Nice. Hell yeah. My dad hated that fucking game. Because of how violent it was? No, fuck. He didn't give a fuck about violence. <laughs> he was just like, how, why are you kicking my ass? This is bullshit. We're putting, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're putting it mad in 95. Yeah, I, he, he put it mad in 95. Look, look, yeah. I, I, I always have a hard time getting a read on your folks because like, sometimes the stories you tell me, is they're just like, oh my God, Chris, I can't believe you like the things you like. And then sometimes they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can't keep track, bro. <laughs> Arms like the parody and is the best parody. And you get people like me. <laughs> But like it, it was, it was a really fun game because it was always because Mortal Kombat wasn't big for the Super Nintendo. You could get the cartridge, but those were always it was big, big on the Sega because that's when you could get the blood. Yeah, and you had the blood effects you could turn on and off. But you could put in that secret code. The and Street get the Fighter blood. Two. The, I, I didn't realize this till I got older. Was the Street Fighter Two Turbo game I had was different from what's posted on the Switch. This one was locked with eight characters. You had to unlock the four characters. But yeah. because it's a Super Street Fighter, you should automatically get all 12. Uh, anytime you play a Street Fighter game, it says Super. That means all the characters are unlocked automatically. I thought when it said Super, that just meant it was on the Super Nintendo. No, for, for this particular thing, for Street mm -hmm. Fighter, it's the Super. Got it. Like, so Super, Super Street Fighter 5 for the Xbox meant you got all the characters from Street Fighter 5. Like, got, so, it. Like, got it, got it. Yeah, so like you still play the story, but you could play it with 
the entire cast. Yeah, I'm, I'm still just used to like yeah. everything. You know the That's, way Nintendo does. Anytime yeah. they have a system, it's like it's the Super Nintendo, so every game is a super blank. Is then they got the Nintendo 64. Now every game is a 64. Yeah, you know that kind of shit. And like you know, we played it here before on the, mm-hmm. on the Switch. I do love the port over a little bit because it is the full super super yeah, you know, yeah, full yeah. cast. And we, I know we had a ball playing that shit. Oh, God. But I remember being a kid. I, I especially love it because it's like we were sitting here and it was like you, me, Mikey Cap, and I think even Johnny G may have been over here. And you were just like, let's play Street Fighter. And everyone's just like, oh, we're going to beat your ass. And you're just like so nonchalantly. You're not even getting into it. Just the controller laying on your lap. You're just like, I'll win. I think my I, win. I think my favorite thing was <laughs> I think, God damn Chris. I, I think my favorite thing was when you were me and you were playing one time and, mm-hmm. and uh it was like two wins out. And I'm just like, uh, you want to play something else? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I would say that shit a lot as a kid. You just want to play something else? Because <laughs> I would practice. That's like, like the ultimate asshole statement to make, too. It's like, like when you win multiple in a row, and then the person winning goes, you want to play something else? play something else? It's like, no, fuck you. No, I don't want to play that's something it. else. I want to play this until that's I beat you. That's the essential multiplayer game. You can't game even and- master downright punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <Yeah. laughs> this game is over. But yeah, that... that, that Call your mama. Go home. <laughs> the sleepover's canceled, bro. <laughs> and you know what? Give me that fucking juice pouch. Just snatch this shit out of here. Leave the Doritos. I said, leave the Doritos. <laughs> and the other game that I had that I'm kind of sad they've never expanded upon was the game they banned for the Super Nintendo, which was Killer Instinct with the black cartridge. I'm just like, I played Street Fighter. This is not as bad as Street Fighter. Like, this is just the same fucking game. You had other characters that looked weird as fuck. Like you had a guy named Glacier, he was literally like Sub Zero, and you and you had Falgor and all that. Yeah, literally had a fucking skeleton with a shield and a sword. I'm just like, really? This is this is the game you're going to ban? We're worried about the kids, Chris. Yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Quote of the century: Fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck Not them kids. fuck the kids, but fuck no, them no, kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> to quote. Bob Ross. <laughs> well, I'll lead into this one a little bit because uh, I know Mikey's got some uh, comments on it because the Switch is awesome for uh, multiplayer games and a multiplayer game that I decided to pick up because I even asked Mikey, I was like, hey, man, you, you've got the Switch. I'm trying to pick up a few more games. What would you recommend as a fun two-player game? And you're like, well, if you want a two-player game that makes you want to pull your fucking hair out, <laughs> get Overcooked. And I looked, and sure as shit, Overcooked, like, the Ultimate Edition, which had, like, the first game, the second game, and, like, the bonus, like, extra stages and shit, for, like, $15. And I'm like, why the fuck not? Bought it. My girl and I refuse to play it with each other anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's not a relationship building, but it is. Bro, so so the concept of the game is you're in a kitchen, and it works like a real kitchen with the same amount of stresses because shit cooks fast. Dean and, fries are done. Dean fries are done. Yes, and you've got to go. Why are they on the goddamn plate? <laughs> the first level, first level or two completely lulls you into this false sense of security. It's not as stressful, so it's okay. You've got this normal-ass kitchen where you can just kind of walk around, get everything out where you need it to be, everything. I'm like, fourth level? Oh, well, now there's a moving platform you got to kind of bounce between the two. All right, whatever. By level 10, it's like rotating things and like things flipping around on you and flipping back. And it's just like, oh my fucking God. And then like every level you have something different to cook, whether it be burgers or soup or sandwiches or 
soup and sandwiches. Soup and sandwiches or sushi or just anything. So it's like you have to put the right things in order, combine it together, put it on the plate, get it up to the pass. And trying to do that as a co-op can be very stressful, especially when sometimes... Yeah, Yeah, co-op is a very particular style of gaming that is super fucking stressful. Oh, yeah. Especially when, say, you're about 10 levels in, and you're each on your own platform, Mm. and you've got to throw ingredients back and forth because, let's say, only you have the oven, and only they have the stove, and you've got the raw ground beef, and you got to throw that to them, and then they got to put it in the pan, and then they got to throw the full thing back to you so you can assemble it and like put it at the pass. I got a good feeling because of the writer strike. I would watch a cooking show about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like three guys from like the fucking Eagles just defeats in the fuck out of it. No, you need to pass you need to pass Lauren the lettuce. Oh, okay. It's just this Go long! Go long, you <laughs> Go stupid long. bitch. It's just like, hey, bitch. we need to get the burgers out. Okay, I'm going I said now, bitch. Yeah. And the <laughs> and best part checked by fucking some dude. If you don't get it off the grill in time, the fucking building catches on fire. Yes, <laughs> that's that's, a, that's another great mechanic of it. Exactly what Mikey said. If you leave a burger on that griddle for too long, it starts a fire. Like in real life. And that yeah. fire quickly spreads. Yeah. <laughs> like a fire extinguisher that is not very conveniently located at just, all. Just no. like in real life kitchens. Where do we put the fire extinguisher? It's locked in the goddamn office because people get fucking with it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly on this one. It's on the far end of the kitchen. Exactly. And it's and it's in the spot where when you're trying to grab it, you're going to be picking something else up the entire time. <laughs> it's and like, no, manager- I don't want lettuce. <laughs> I want the fire extinguisher. And the manager won't open the door because he's geeked out on fucking black tar heroin. Yeah. <laughs> and whippets. <laughs> it seems like this would be the, the like, I haven't played the game, but it just seems like two space 18-wheelers trying to get off a burger. And this is like, hey, where's the other one? In that galaxy over there, motherfucker. Good In the luck. third game, they need to have the servers just saying stupid shit through the window. Yeah. Oh, my God, Yes. <laughs> Actually, that that needs to be a, a stream as me and Chris playing yeah. Overcooked with both of us having like kitchen experience. Oh, See if God. like two people actually working in high volume kitchens could work together in this game <laughs> to actually get it done properly. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I would love to redesign the game. So, so <laughs> if you can mod the game and have the customer or whatever say actual stuff I've heard from customers. <laughs> Hey, where's all the lettuce, you racist fuck? And I'm just like, that. I've been told that. I'm called racist because I ran out of lettuce in a salad bar. Hey, where'd all the mac and cheese go? Man, fuck you, dude. You don't like Man, us. Fuck <laughs> you, dude. I'm just like, I'm going to meet you outside. Like, I had a guy threaten me because I ran out of mac, baked mac and cheese. Like, these are real things. Like, that would be something that you could mod into the game. It's just like, oh, fuck, am I going to get stabbed in the parking lot after the game? <laughs> Here, just like a fun thing. Well, that, the, the, those, go, those games, though, the high-stress, like, co-op games... I think are kind of fascinating when you like change the genre. You know, yeah, that one, those are very cool looking because it's the shifting levels and everything, like you said. But if you get like a high stress like fear game, mm. like a scary game that requires a two person, there are not many of them out there except for maybe uh, the Left for Dead series and that one game where uh, you got to survive the night. Yeah, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, there's that one, but that one's not a co-op. I'm talking about the one where it's like four people against one. Oh, Slender. 
Yeah, but yeah, but there's like a franchise game. I'm yeah, probably, yeah, but uh, there was it was another game too where they changed the killer all the time. It's Jason or it's Freddy. Oh, or, oh, 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 that was an actual Friday the Thirteenth game where you would be yeah, put in a randomizer. Yeah, but, but, Someone would be uh, the counselors, and then the, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the other ones would be the it's killer. A game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a four on one co op game, and the guy, the one guy by himself, is just like super fucking amp <laughs> the hunter, uh, all the time, and he's he's building up too. Prey is like this too, and I think those kind of games are very cool when you're trying to do rotate that fifth person. Yeah. Kind of like when we're playing like business walrus and everybody, everybody plays the game differently. Yeah. But like, can you imagine getting somebody that's really good at this one job and then he gets it and you're just like, he's just on the mic the whole time. Keep the fuck up. <laughs> well, this one guy's just beating the shit out of you because he's basically a monster from hell. Well, when you're talking about horror co-op games, there that was a huge trend there for a minute. Uh, like that was a pretty hot thing. Cause like I was mentioning slender, um, that was a co-op game where um, you'd be putting a randomizer, and then uh, so you had like four people running around trying to survive, and then one person would be Slenderman, and you'd be hunting down people, and yeah. you could teleport. So, but you would like move slow, but you right. could teleport. So you'd have like your strengths and your weaknesses. It was very rock paper scissors, where you know someone could always get the upper hand on you, but you could also easily get the upper hand on them if you played the game the right way. Um, there was also a Friday the 13th game that was very similar where, you know, they would kind of flip around between, you know, are you going to be... Dead by Daylight. That's the are you gonna, okay, got it. Uh, it's like, are you going to be Freddy? Or are you going to be, you know, the people trying to run away? You know, that type shit. And those games are a lot of fun, although I never got to actually play them. I always just watched, like, yeah. YouTubers and streamers remember, and shit play those. I remember there was a uh, kind of an explanation online about those games because you need the five people or at least four because the computer can take over the fifth person. Uh, but with those games like that where you're just it's four on one of how fucking nerve wracking it is because there are set things that have to be done in a certain order and I kind of like that you know there's a structure you got to have a team and building a team is always tough and a lot of team building exercises in that you know, <laughs> there's a lot of that going on because uh, I can only imagine I would never let a significant other myself play a game like Overcooked now we're playing checkers okay let's just okay. Well, another good one, and I don't know if... I feel like Mikey may have played I don't know about Chris. I think probably the most fun, maybe not the ultimate, but probably the most fun co-op game is Mario Party. Yeah. That one is a ton of fun because you get the mixture of like a board game type thing where it's like you roll the dice, you move a certain amount of spaces. Once everyone does their turn, you do a mini game. And within that mini game, it determines who gets oh, extra I coins. And then is those- that a co-op game, though? I consider it. It's, it's, a, board, it's, it's, it's a, a multiplayer game. It, it is a technically yeah. because you're both all working toward the same goal, but individually you want to get it before the other person. It's like a board game goal, like a board game game. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I would still consider that multiplayer because it's like sometimes during the mini games it'd be like a two versus two or a one versus right. three or an all for one. You know, there can only be one winner, and that to me is really fun because it's always strategy okay who can get to the star first with the 20 coins who's gonna hoard the most of coins who's gonna get the item that can like you know fuck someone over there's a lot of like strategic kind of planning and moving that can kind of go into that game but you can also just go at it with just reckless abandonment fuck it i'm just gonna choose this i'm gonna go this direction i'm gonna and you can get just a different result every time and sometimes just like mario kart that game is 100 unfair the computers will fuck you over mm. and to the point where you're just like god damn it what the fuck but you know what if the computers didn't fuck you over it probably wouldn't be as fun of a game 
I used to play Mario Party 6 on the GameCube by myself. Yes! I had that one. By myself on, like, expert mode, just, like, kicking ass. And then I would so finally that- realize I'm like... I'm the best person at Mario Party, and it's. <laughs> Wasn't that the one that had the cart builder and stuff for There's like no the party. the bonus level? You could build up carts and um, battle other people. It's kind of like a. Um, I don't think like, so. Like a twisted metal type thing. Um, no, more. It's of, the one that more came of like with the microphone that you put in the. Oh, with the day and card. night cycles. Yeah. Okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. I had the game right before that. Gotcha. That yeah, was like yeah. the only game I had for GameCube I never played. Really? I actually had Mario Party. I just never played it. I did, I did the same shit Mikey did. I play one player game on Expert for like, you'd pick like the 60 turns and you'd play like literally <laughs> yeah. all fucking day. I was just telling my girl about this because when we move in, I was like, oh, we're going to be able to play all the old Mario parties and we can play longer ones. Because on the new one, Mario parties. well, the new Mario Party only lets you go up to 30 turns. Yeah. That's some bullshit. That's only and an hour game. The games are weak as fuck. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's just an hour play. Fuck you. If I'm playing Mario Party, I'm in this for three hours. Let's go. <laughs> you know? And I'm used to playing like a 60-turn game on like those old GameCube versions I was telling her. They, was won't like, let you, they won't let you change it? You can adjust it, but you can only take it up to 30. Mm. You can adjust it in five-turn intervals up that's to 30. kind of fucking lame. It is. Because I was like, ah, because... Again, we can rock out a 30-turn game in like an hour and a half. And it's like, we were just getting started. Like, everyone just now started getting yeah. some, like, serious coin and stars. Like, now we can really start fucking each other up. Let's go. Oh, no. Now we're getting our bonus stars, and it's the end of the game. Hey. Yeah, when, it, <laughs> when it came to two-player games, the the Mario Brothers games, you know, standard because I was always playing it with somebody else. And it got to the point where I got so, like the muscle memory was so on that I remember we played, uh, it was the, uh, the SNES mini, uh, a friend of mine had bought it and I go to her house to play it and her mom's watching and she's a huge Mario fan because she played super Nintendo when her kids were born. So she's watching us play and she's, you know, she's playing with the new controller, you know, but it's still the same size. You know, it's, it's a great feel, you know, it brings you back into that. And so I'm watching her play it. I'm like, uh, Hey Rhonda, I'll play. She's like, oh, okay. And I played Luigi. And I'm just like holding that run button down and doing all this shit. And she's like stress watching. She's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, because uh, the second level in Super Mario Brothers in the island is the uh, the acrobat, basically, where there's the yellow bricks moving side to side or they're expanding and stuff like that. And I'm just hitting the perfect hit spot every time it bounces my way across. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I was like, oh yeah, this is how I used to play. <laughs> Just fast as fuck. Get good. Get good. Yeah, I've treated that shit like Elden Ring, motherfucker. Like people now, I'm just like, I would love to see an Elden Ring person try to play Super Mario Brothers on the SNES and trying to have the patience of this like, they barely even knowing what's coming on the other side of that screen oh, while yeah. you're just hauling ass. <laughs> well, that's what I was doing with the new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe mm. U, whatever the fuck for Switch. And I was just, I was cheesing that thing, just running through that course. And like Rachel's still like doing the normal trot. Like she's not holding down B. And I'm just like, you gotta run, let's go. <laughs> oh, here's a two player game. Me and my brother played a lot. Was the Tetris for the sixty-four? Oh, so it was the three-dimensional one. Yeah, you could spin it. It was like a column you could spin. Oh, I forgot about that one, dude. Tetris Core. 
Yeah, that was Maybe. an arcade game. That the uh, I remember that uh, they had that in the arcade at the laundromat. Uh, yes, that's uh, where I saw it most. I actually didn't remember like, yeah. when you said that it jogged my memory, but I didn't know they had a sixty four port. I always remembered seeing it in the. Uh, and, be, and I think because arcade. of that, I think because of that, it's like because Tetris is such a fun game anyway. Yeah, it's basically the hey, can you move very quickly? Are you organized? Yeah. Because this is a, this, I want to use these skills later on when I'm packing shit in my car. <laughs> it's great, but it's also a great two-player game. Yeah. When you have them both side by side, and now you're also kind of peeking at the other person, mm-hmm. and it gets tense, and you're talking shit. And, and I think that's what because uh, uh, the Switch, Tetris. one of their biggest, one of the, uh, Switch because one of their biggest mistakes do, do, was do, do, Tetris '99. Tetris, yeah. That was bullshit. that was horrible. What the fuck was I that? I hated that, dude. I, I I broke out the Switch and because uh, I was playing Tears of the Kingdom, but I was just like. Fuck! <laughs> it's like so. I, I pulled up the game Game Boy, and they had to the, transfer the Game Boy. I'm just like do 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 do, and I'm just like this is so much goddamn relaxing, <laughs> and it just gets and it gets faster and faster. I'm just like it's still more relaxing than Tears of Kingdom. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't have to worry about a fucking brick falling from the sky and killing me like a meteor. <laughs> and I, I was I was thinking about like a lot of tour, uh, I don't know if you played it. You probably like but the sports games. Which were built for two players, you know, like the Maddens and the oh, NBA yeah. Jam, the 2K series and stuff like that. Madden 03, you could not touch Michael Vick. No, fuck no. <laughs> Dog, son, he could run. <laughs> nah, I remember, you might, so you might remember this. You remember the specialty teams in those games where you had the all Madden team, which was like a greatest, a greatest team ever. Their yeah. stats were always 99 on everything. And they were just almost impossible. You could never catch a receiver. You could never get to touch the quarterback. <laughs> Because their defense is all the way the fuck up. But we had one for the PlayStation 2. And you know the clothing brand Echo? With the Rhino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had an Echo team on the Madden game named after clothing. And they had this guy, Robert Coltrane, this fictional character football player. This motherfucker was untouchable playing this game. And then we would play, me and him would play, because the first time you could do co-op on the same team. You remember when they started doing that? Yeah. Yeah, so... Back in the day, it was just like you versus the other person. You couldn't be on the same team. And, man, playing this fucking character, it's like he punts the ball. I know this is kind of a sports story, but he punts the ball. It's fucking 5,000 feet in the fucking air. It's got the drag time of like seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kick a field goal from the fucking one line, your one-yard line. you know. But this guy, they put this fictional character in this game who was so overpowered, and they named the team after a fucking clothing brand, Echo. I know. I, well, some... I've suddenly heard this entire time when you brought up Echo because I used to sell that shit when I was at Dillard's. I want to say that's a clothing brand by an athlete. Yeah. I want to say so. But like at that time, it was branded in the Madden game. Yeah. It was just like no no other time in Madden did they ever do it again. I'm just like, if I could find that one Madden game, I'd get that shit and play fucking 30 goddamn seasons with that Echo Mm -hmm. team. Just run up the score 1,000 to 1 all fucking day. I used to love playing people that sucked at madden yeah just be doing stupid shit oh yeah like run special teams plays when it makes no fucking sense me and my dad <laughs> would me and my dad would play lap madden. Them on the field a few times me and my dad would play madden and because it's the snes it, it doesn't look great but back then it's the best fucking game ever uh but what we would do is you run diagonally and what was cool was after the down right after the ball stops you your guys had about a good five ten seconds to get back up 
tackle each other. Like, it's like, yeah. that was another cool thing. You could get back up and I'm just like chasing other people. I'm like, give her, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but it's like, in the in the little like, 16-bit form, it was just the funnest fucking game because it's like, oh, no, the, we're down to the fourth and I'm just getting back up and just like spearing some fucking guy and a little guy about this big. It wasn't a multiplayer only because I never played it with more than one person other than that being me. Um, but the only sports game I ever played was actually for the NES when it was RBI Baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played that one. I've still got that. I played that a ton. And I can still hear the fucking music in my hair. We had... I didn't like baseball games a lot. Uh, we had the, one of the LJN games. One of the... You know, the Rainbow... One of the worst Super Nintendo I'm game sorry. manufacturers. Ah, sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, it was Roger Clemens baseball, and all the teams were made up. And I'm just playing this game, and this game sucks so fucking bad. And I'm just like, no, wait. The only thing worse than watching baseball is trying to play baseball in a video game. <laughs> it's so much fucking worse. I enjoyed that one, though. I enjoyed RBI. Like, the, I think it was simply because it was so low-tech. It was actually, there was a certain amount of charm to it, seeing all these little pixels running around chasing this little square ball yeah. <laughs> and like barely getting home runs and everything else. There, I, there's a certain charm. Now, if I was playing this on the Xbox, I would have no fucking interest. Oh, but watching it on the Xbox is like watching a fucking game. <laughs> Which is why I would have no fucking interest. Did Mario have a baseball? Yeah, they had game? a Did Super Mario try? Strikers. Yeah, that was oh, a soccer yeah. game. Oh, that's, that's Strikers a soccer is a soccer game. Yeah. yeah. But they had a baseball game. Yeah, they, they, Mario did, Sport. they look like Mario Sports like yeah. coalition thing. Mario is a lot of fun. I was going to say they had soccer. Mario Tennis is the best. They had soccer, tennis, golf, and... The rich man games. <laughs> <laughs> that rich fucking plumber. All, all the country club games <laughs> Mario had a hand in. Come, Peach. Let's go play the nine. <laughs> like, okay. Luigi. Stay behind. Go invite Bowser. <laughs> yeah, go invite Bowser. Just play. Just, just them trying putt putt, and just uh, Bowser just like with his, with his toothpick fucking club. He's like yeah. Cinderella story here in Augusta. Quiet day. <laughs> I just burns the field. God fucking damn it, Birdie again. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> As we, as we can, Bowser, what the fuck? I told you if you do that fucking, again, I was going to have to take just, it out of your fucking paycheck. Just fucking Jim Nance from fucking the PGA. Just As we can see, the uh, uh, Bowser is... Uh, lit the fairway on fire. Lit the fairway on fire. Uh, let's check Let's check Luigi on uh, par six on, on pole number four. God fucking damn it. Just, just like throwing <laughs> his fucking club, breaking it. <laughs> Why am I here when I can be figuring out who Pepe Sylvia is? Pepe Sylvia, holy fuck. I think, I think that was the, like, the weirdest thing about those games when you're trying to introduce a franchise to a multiplayer sports game because I remember Outlaws Golf you remember that game where you just fucking shoot the ball out of the fucking sky if you wanted to oh yeah fuck I forgot yeah. all about that yeah. oh my god but like even fighting games incorporated little sports inside of, uh, did you ever play Tekken Tag for the Playstation 2 no Tekken Tag uh, was a game where you could tag your fighter in and out with the secondary fighter it was very fun oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah but that. me and my buddy would never play the fighting part we would play Tekken Bowling Oh yeah! Like, it was just like, why are we playing all these? One of the greatest fighting game franchises out of Japan, and we're playing the bowling part, the special part they added to the game for like the, the mini game, the mini game. Yeah. But like, we're playing fucking yeah, we're playing a full round of bowling, and I'm just like, this game is fun. Yeah, I fun. think one of the latest Call of Duties or one of those fucking games has a mini game where it's mini golf. But with like weird parameters, and you have to like hit the yeah. ball through zombies. <laughs> and fun. I enjoyed that way more than yeah. fucking 
Call of Duty. And I think that's what kind of like for multiplayer, the experience, I think that's so much better when you're just adding just the goofiest fucking shit. Because I remember uh, uh, Spider-Man, the movie game, had like a Target kind of mini game going on. And if you played the Green Goblin, it was easy as fuck because he just <laughs> shot it. And it's just like Spider-Man's got to do all these fucking moves and shit. And I'm just like, oh, God, I'm glad I beat this on expert mode. <laughs> well, I feel we would be remiss uh, talking about multiplayer games, if we did not mention the Jackbox series of games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've got a ball playing those. Holy shit. The, what's the one we played at Tyler's and then later your place? Oh, Quiplash. Mikey? Quiplash. I would love to stream Quiplash, mm-hmm. but <laughs> no one we play Quiplash with could be stream worthy. On Patreon. <laughs> only on Patreon or only in the Discord could we stream Quiplash. But I will tell you, you will never laugh harder than when the three of us plus a few others play Quiplash. Yeah. <laughs> the cool thing about that game is you got to be quick on the trigger. And that's why you're good at it. You're really good at like on your toes thinking of like a comeback or something like that. So like someone gives you a free like finish this phrase or you know give a definition for this, you're on it immediately, which is a huge leg up in a game like this. So so there's another version of this. There's another pack and it was uh I thought about getting it for the Switch just because uh it was multiple games of Quiplash, but it was different versions. And one was a rapping game. It would give you two sentences, and you rap from those two sentences. And you're creating a rap song. And it's very simple. And it gave you the beat, and you would write it out, and then go. And then they would show two robots in a city just rapping to each other. Oh, rap robots. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was that game and there was uh, Secret Valentine, which was like... I know that sounds very on the nose, Mikey, <laughs> but like, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh shit, yes, I actually remember that yeah, game. Like, uh, but it, it kind of reminds me of like something... Because it could be raunchy, you know, you could make... Because I, I would say vicious fucking shit. <laughs> and <laughs> It's like the MTV version. <laughs> I'm just saying like, your and, <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Blah Blah Blah, blah. <laughs> But like that that was like so much because I was playing with very conservative people and I was just like, I want to test the waters real quick. Just just tip a toe. <laughs> and uh, I fell in. <laughs> and they got uncomfortable really fucking quickly. And I'm just like, you guys want to play cards against humanity instead? <laughs> it's like, and then they were like, oh, we're gonna take these cards out because so and so doesn't like them. I'm just like, oh fucking Jesus. And it was all the good cards. It's all the good cards. <laughs> or the cards that People need to know the meaning of, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, what is this? Uh, well, we have Google. I, I still <laughs> love when uh, we were playing. I'm going incognito mode, but yeah. I, was, yeah, I still love when we were playing Cards Against Humanity up at the rim with the Smiths and like Cooper and Keenan. Like, there would be certain cards you'd lay down, you'd look at them and be like, so do you know what this means? And they're like, no. And you go, well, <laughs> segregation. <laughs> yeah, just let me, let, me, let me give you a backstory on this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Like, why is it in the swamp? <laughs> <laughs> why do we have to drain it? <laughs> yeah. like, let's say with like you know business walrus, you know that the you know just it's a multiplayer game, you know, because you got to be quick on your feet too, because that's timed. But I would love to see that in an online or like a gaming profile, business walrus on the switch <laughs> and this is the man in a, just a walrus in a suit and I mean like 5 dollars <laughs> cheap as fuck <laughs> and the cool thing about quiplash was you didn't need a 
switch to do it you could always do it on playstation or xbox which was always yeah. cool yeah and also because all you needed was the actual game mm-hmm. and then to get everyone to play they just go to a website yeah so, so it's I, like you play on your phone one of the games i own through steam and you know incorporates in the discord because you know steam and discord work so well together was uh board games and it was uh a tradition like it was only like uh 9.99 or something like that my cousin gave gave it gifted it to me through steam and every board game you can fucking imagine is on this fucking platform. And we started playing, and we started playing some rare games. Dude, we were playing Uno. And one guy was just like losing his goddamn shit because he was just like 40 cards deep. Everyone had like five. Where's the goddamn fucking Jesus? And like the game will automatically give you cards because they know you don't have it. And I think that's the more fucked up thing because they're just like chip, 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 chip. So, so in order to play this, would everyone need to have a Steam account? Everyone would need to have that game. Oh, that's see, that's that's, that's the and because, shitty part. And, and because it's so cheap, is mm. kind of like because when I mean every game. I mean, every board game you played as a kid is on that fucking game. Trouble, Sorry, Monopoly. Risk. Risk, Stratego. You remember Stratego? I love Stratego. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's a lying game. It's a game about lying. Okay. But like, look, that, that is seriously one of those games where it's like, as soon as you said the name, I was like, yeah. And then they even had like, quizzed me on, I was like, I don't know what the box have, looks like now. They have a lot of rare <laughs> card games and a lot of proprietary games. They have a game called Fuck You, which was a card game I played as a kid. Yes. That's on there. And I haven't played that in years. I was just like, damn, I about forgot the fucking rules. See, because I was sitting here going, you're like, you said that pairs up with the Discord. I was like, bro, that'd be fun. Like, get like a Sunday night Uno thing going yeah. in the Discord. And like, everyone just playing like a few rounds of Uno, smoke up, drink yeah. up, do whatever you want. Just have a nice little chill Sunday night game. Now, how do you feel like, you know, a lot of the games we're talking about were games we played with someone beside us. How do you think, like, have y'all done a lot of experience with online multiplayer games because i don't do that shit i do not fuck around on that i do not play people online i don't like people I've played is uh halo reach halo now is that 3. a co-op or is that a, like capture the flag or like one-on-one uh online play was like whatever one-on-one you can okay. do co-op online see that's 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 the only reason i play online to do co-op because I just don't, I just don't like playing online with other people. Because people can fuck with it too much, and, yeah. and it just makes it, it just doesn't make it fun anymore. I've, no, I've played mass multiplayer online games like yeah. RuneScape that, and World of Warcraft. That's what I was about to say. That that's been my only experience with like online multiplayer, like uh, Fall Guys, where you're playing like in a big room with a bunch of other people. Yeah, but that's really been the only multiplayer though. Outside of that, I think I got on Mario Kart online once. But I was just like, all right, fuck all these bitches. <laughs> I was a fucking menace on RuneScape. Me and my Roadscape, friend Corey. God damn. Oh, oh, man. We were both like level. That's a seventh grade We were memory. level capped on the. So we didn't, we didn't pay for it. So yeah. like there was, I think the level cap was maybe 65 or some mm. shit. And then we go up to someone that's like level 35, level 40 with some decent shit. And just go up to him and like get in the chat and like hey we can show you where the dragons are at <laughs> just like shit like that take them to a high level area where they, they just get, get fucking killed they just murder pick them. up all their shit and go sell it yeah. 
Yeah, that's called toxic gaming. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're the problem with gaming, Mikey. You're the problem. <laughs> those are the funny. Like I will say, those are the funny videos to watch online of like a game like Rust. Have you ever heard of this game? Oh God! Yes. Where you start with nothing and you're just like, I got a rock, I got a stick, and then forty five thousand hours later, I got a house. Oh fuck! I lost my house. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> but like I do love the video. I do. I do love like the fishing people do where they'll send a guy out with nothing and it's like hey ma'am hey man i'm just trying to i'm just trying to start off and this guy who's like decked out is just like fuck you bro just stomps him to death and it's just like hey what the fuck you know because you're actively chatting with the motherfucker and it's just like you get back out and you get a little bit closer to that person's base or whatever where they've got all their fucking loot in the server and then there's like 50 other motherfuckers with you that have been watching this from a distance been like oh yeah let's get closer to his house and it's always just like, dude, 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 turn around, turn around. Nah, that's a fucking trick. Da, da. Turn around. And there's 50 motherfuckers behind you. Just like, it's going to stomp you to death and take all your shit. And then you got people that are just ridiculously good at the game, which I love watching. Because they'll go after like toxic players, which I, which is just the best fucking thing to watch. Some poor kid just screaming, saying all kinds of fucked up shit in the chat. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's, that's what a... That's the downfall of multiplayer games. It's like the terrible shit coming out of people's mouths. Or, conversely, some of the greatest things. There's this kid right now on YouTube that's going into, like, Fortnite and all these Battle Royale kind of, like, uh, chat room type games. And he puts on a voice changer. And he sounds like this kid. And so he's, like, talking this mad shit. But he sounds like this little kid. And he's just like, I'm talking about titties and boobies and big knockers and yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Whoa, we're going to win this one for the boys. Oh, fuck yeah. And they're like, this little kid's cussing. And it's, it's again, like this 20-year-old that's putting his voice through this voice modulator. But it sounds so real. He's getting all these people, like, tricked into it. Like, he's saying, like, the most. It honestly sounds like an innocent version of South Park. Yeah. Hit voice chat. Where it's like they're saying all the things you would hear in South Park, but innocently, not yeah. with that, you know, witty, you know, fuck you kind of humor, but just like, you know, my mommy said I couldn't do this anymore because I, I, I taught the girl with big titties, but yeah. I like big titties. You know, shit like that. They're like, bro, what the fuck is this kid talking about? <laughs> why is he kicking all of our asses? <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's the thing. He's going through absolutely murdering these fucking adults. Me, I'm like, come on, guys, let's win it for the team. Treat teamwork makes the dream work what's funny is what's fucked up is there is an actual kid on uh, online that plays like uh, modern warfare or call of duty whatever there's a lot of kids yeah but this this one this one in particular this guy randomly clicked on his twitch account every time he kills someone the dude stops and has a 30 second rave party i've seen this this the kid's got like a little flame thing a little flame buster that cuts (laughs) on it and i mean he's having a rave bro it's just like and it's lasers and he's just like and on his twitch he's like every time he gets a kill he stops for 30 seconds and raves in his fucking room and, and, and as fast as it starts is as fast as it stops like the it's lights so- immediately just back to normal he's sitting back down playing again <laughs> and it's on twitch and this guy just randomly clicked on it he's like dude I had to give that kid some money cause he killed him he, this guy, the kid killed him in the, in the game and he's just like well I gotta let's see yeah and immediately gets up doing like the like that and the like laser smoke machine little flamethrower boof 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 yeah, he's like picking up the flamethrower going <laughs> Motherfucker's just jamming. Oh yeah, and, and I love that shit. As soon as thirty seconds up, he's like, right back in the seat. Genius, jamming. <laughs> fucking printing money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, absolutely. I'd give that kid fucking five dollars. <laughs> here you go. And that's the sad thing is I'm sitting here looking at that, being like, fuck. 
Why didn't I think of this? Because you didn't go to land parties. <laughs> I know I didn't. Because <laughs> you didn't go to fucking land parties and play Quake with your friends and talk shit to each other and chat. Oh god, no, that's perfect. I will say, I will say that the only land party I went to was in high school at the high school because the oh, teacher, shit. the teacher, you know, works on a local area network with all the computers and it yeah. was drafting the drafting class. And if they finished everything early and got the assignment done, they would all play Quake Two together. Within oh, the within the nice. room, and the teacher would be in that motherfucker too, be like, <laughs> and <just> fucking <laughs> stomping motherfuckers death in that game. And, I love it. And it was just, it was like one of the only games I ever played like that where I had fun because the person was near me. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what takes the multiplayer out of it when they're not near you or you don't nah, know them that well. That. Like if we all played a multi online game from our homes, yeah, we it'd be personable because we know each other, but like, yeah, especially if we all hopped in like a discord or a zoom chat, you know, that way we can all like hear each other and like the reaction. Like, like honestly, I think yeah, my team's link ain't working. <laughs> like, honestly, I think if the three of us hopped in like a discord chat or a zoom call and played like Uno or battleship, yeah. I think we would probably have just as much fun doing it digitally as we do in person yeah. mainly because we enjoy fucking with each other we like making each other laugh you know so it's like we would still be carrying that through even online hell even maybe a little bit more comfortable because we'd probably be just in our fucking underwear in our beds <laughs> fucking playing yeah. this we just feel comfortable and just talking the biggest shit and that's what i liked about doing D D online was i was playing with people I was an ultimate warrior in my underwear. <laughs> I don't do that. But it was people I'm playing from all over. You know, one guy was living in Britain at the time, playing with us live. And the other girl, she was in Pittsburgh. The other guy was in West Virginia. The other guy was in South Carolina. You know, so like that, that was very fun to kind of do. And these were complete strangers to me. But, you know, we are playing a game where we're co-oping and going for one goal. Yeah. But I think that's kind of like the coolest thing about multiplayer games, the evolution of it is the things we can do exactly kind of like unlimited i'm just waiting for like someone to set up like an ai system to see how well it could do and how long it would take it to learn a game i mean we already have that cpus yeah but like but a third party cpu care you know it's like the game has a cpu and the game you know probably has restrictions like like you know when you set like a, a, a level max on a CPU. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So like, Easy, medium, yeah. hard expert. So like this character is this the CPU is gonna make a mistake intentionally to give you that, you know, that window. You know, if you're playing expert, those windows are few and far between. You are playing at a higher level. But if you had a chap, you know, like an AI just going into a game playing, you know, for or overcooked or something, how long would it take to learn to adapt and overcome and stuff like that but that's a different episode which actually side note for a full solid week i have still been trying to make an account on chat gpt and they're they, still shut down they heard your phone man they, they did they yeah, heard yeah. they, they heard listened. i was curious and was going to be using it for nefarious purposes and they're like <laughs> nope and you can't listens. have an account just fucking listen <laughs> fuck you guys i'll go to microsoft sorry our ai is uh, trying to kill everybody so we <laughs> had to pull the plug well <laughs> microsoft has had so many fuck-ups first they had like that tay software that like within a day started like promoting like racist shit hitler yeah. propaganda and shit yeah, like that people kept fending into the fucking yeah, it's like hitler did nothing wrong and microsoft's like let's t- 
kill her. <laughs> who, who, who set this up for 4chan to fucking put shit in? Who told the 4chan people they're allowed to talk? <gasps> well, see, that, that's an entirely different episode yeah. of like the internet ruining things that could have been fine. <laughs> the future is terrifying and fantastic. <laughs> well, well, have we missed any other games? Because we talked about Quiplash, but I mean, in those Jackbox games, you also have like the You Don't Know Jack, which is like yeah. a quiz show, which is always real fun to be able to play with your friends. But I mean, just any of those Jackbox games are really I think, fun. I think uh, the ones we only missed was probably the uh, first-person shooters, is because or the ma- massive RPGs, which are just storytelling games. Uh, yeah, and the stuff like f- um, Resident Evil is a great co-op shooter. Resident Evil Five, yeah, was fucking tough. I remember playing that for the first oh, with time. The fucking dot sight on yeah. the yeah, the because four four you're in the village, five yeah. you're in uh, Africa, Africa. And, and six, you're getting, uh, you're sucking off a giraffe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will never be able to look at that box art the same way. You know what I'm talking about, right? No, for Resident Evil Six. For Resident Evil Six, if you look at the box art, it's if I'm thinking of the right game, it's kind of like got a purplish background, yeah. and Resident yeah. Evil's kind of like in a sticky looking font. Mm. The six is weird looking. Looks like a kid blowing a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> do you see it? And Mikey's pulling it up on his phone. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. The co-op in those games in five was kind of like revolutionary because four is just a single-player game. I remember the opening for fucking five was tough as shit because someone, if you play with that person, <laughs> yeah. for five, if you didn't have somebody that was worth a fuck, you're not getting past the first stage. Like you, like you, they had need to be on their shit. Yeah. And Xbox, that was big for them when they went to 360, because they had Army of Two, uh, Kane and Lynch. You know, those were all just two player games that were just co op as fuck. I guess uh, what was that other game? It's really big. You had like a chainsaw on your fucking gun. Oh, uh, uh, Gears of War. Gears of War. Yeah, that was co op, right? Yeah. Pretty heavy co op game. Yeah, you could play. You could play two people, and it would double, and it would layer screen. And then they changed it to where you both were on the same screen, which was kind of nice, but it worked like the Mario game was, and you need to keep up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, if we're going all the way to that, let's go to our very first co-op shooter, GoldenEye 007 GoldenEye. Yeah. GoldenEye 007. <laughs> the, the, the niche thing they put in there, just like, hey, this is just fun little, and that kind of started as an accident. Just like, yeah. Let's but, just but it is really weird. Like, that was the first, like, co-op shooter game. It was, was, a, it was a tournament Goldeneye. game. It was, yeah, it was uh, PvP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, co-op didn't come around till about a little bit later when it was shooters because... Yeah, sorry. I just meant, like, two yeah. shooters on the same screen. Like, split-screen shooting competition. And stuff because it was 64, you could do four screens. Yeah. And dude, I remember playing a, a GameCube game like that. Medal of Honor, the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Dude, four people? Fuck that bullshit. That is hard as fuck to do because you are you can't not look at the other screens and just, like, know where that motherfucker's at. Just spin around. Bop. <laughs> Well, I think this has been a really good episode of Really? Couch- yeah. No, I'm just I was going to say, this has been a solid one, man. There was no like long pauses where I had to edit like breaks out or be like, so what are we going to talk about now? Okay, yeah, we can talk about that. Okay, so we're going to talk about... <laughs> we can talk about the uh, hard liquor and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason I was a little froggier in this yeah. episode. I got a little hard lemonade in me, so I was a little bit more intense antagonistic than usual but that literally sounds like a gay sex move hard lemonade but fuck it you know what by the time we're wrapping up this episode it is three o'clock in the morning so and we got shit to move (laughs) yeah we got shit to move so it's like if if we're doing this we're fucking doing this man we're hardcore and mikey thank you man for hanging out with us and doing an episode that's awesome love having you on the network need to get you your own show 
I don't know about that. Fireside chats with Mikey. Well, I was going to say, it, you have such a brain that Will like... it melt on the Weber grill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be on that motherfucker. Hey, I have a Mewtwo Pokemon card, first edition. Let's see if it melts. <laughs> oh my God, why would he do that? You were doing like like an eight ball. Like, like he's just like, yeah. Yeah, Magic 8-Ball melts next to a Mewtwo first edition. <laughs> Honestly, man, you, Mikey, you would be the kind of guy that, like, if you just recorded voice memos throughout the week and I, like, stitched them together with, like, radio noise in between where it's like... <laughs> okay, so I was thinking the other day, yada, yada, <laughs> blah, 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 and a yada, yada, two-minute thing. All right, well, I, I guess that's all I got. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Mikey again. All right, so <laughs> you ever wonder if planets are delicious? <laughs> you just gotta add like a hat. dude. I would stitch all of those together into a fifteen-minute show. <laughs> that would just be the thought of the brand of Mikey Black. You didn't add like just like, like a coast to coast AM like George Norrie. Well, well, Mikey, let's find out. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> oh my God, yes, I'd put that like old AM effect on your voice the entire time. <laughs> hey, we have a new call, Mikey Black. Well, you see, fucking Pepsi is agenda. I quit. I'll do like a radio call-in show, just like some someone doing like the coast-to-coast AM voice, that Mid-Atlantic voice, and like we got a caller. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, pair pair that with like the, your first thought is like so like pedestrian. I wonder what clouds taste like. So like when I look up at clouds, like I, I see them and like I visualize like the kind of flavor they might have me. Maybe a cotton candy, but but maybe I'm looking too deep into it. Maybe it's like a meringue because it is kind of fluffy. Just something so benign, and then like very by the end of it, you're like. So I was thinking about the Vegas shootings the other day. Well, Mikey, thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in to Coast to Coast. Thanks for calling the Something Good Coast to Coast Network. And then they just beep, and this was like somebody in the background. Scrape the fucking call next time. Dude, but it's just always it's just always Mikey calling. God damn it! Well, hey Mikey, welcome back to the show. Well, tell us tell us what's on your mind. Garbage man doesn't garbage come on man Sunday. doesn't exist. That sounds fucking ridiculous. Thanks for calling, Mikey. Beep. God damn it, Darren! Fifth time this week. Fifth. Do you know this son of a bitch? He's like, using he's using different phone numbers, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know how many phone numbers he has. He's called from 10 different lines. He sounded like a woman. <laughs> Shit, he might be. <laughs> Hell, he might be black, too. God, can you imagine if we did like Discord a call-in? Oh, just man. Do a, just do like a, a Discord call-in episode. But, like, but do like GTA radio. It's just like, hey, guys, this is Chris from uh, Discord radio coming at you. Uh, we got some callers coming right in. Come on in. Let's, let's let them go. Alex, Alex, send us call through. It's just like fucking David Dirt. Man, let me tell you about the goddamn Luciferians working in the nursing home next to my goddamn house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like fascinating, Davey. Great. Uh, how's your music career going? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I will say that is the amazing thing. Like stumbling into the name of this network of Something Good Network, it works for so many things. Welcome to Something Good Radio. Welcome to Something Good Live. It's like that. We can totally work that into so many things, mm-hmm. bro. If you want to make a radio station, we will absolutely do Something Good Live. Oh god, I would have to quit my fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> you would be like Dale Gribble in his basement. Welcome to the Gribble Report with Chris Boyce. 
<laughs> Welcome to the Morrison Report. I am your host, Morrison. <laughs> Just like the government. We will be right back. Please enjoy this image of a Megalodon wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Betty Crocker. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Or at least and Raid, and Raid Shadow yeah. Legends. No, no. Thank you for sponsoring us. Uh, uh, Raycon Shadow Legends. <laughs> a shitty headfall with a shitty game. <laughs> But well, if there you goes w- that sponsor. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, I heard Raid actually pays pretty good. So yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be all fucking fuck. chill. I'll give a fuck, man. Everybody knows it's bucks. a goddamn psyop for the goddamn government. I'll make all you motherfuckers download it to make sure we keep that sponsorship money rolling. I will come to your house and make you download it yourself, Mikey. You and don't, don't think- you be in the comments talking about no Clash of Clans. <laughs> oh fuck, fuck Clash of Clans. We we <laughs> we only recognize one clan on this network. We are a oh great- fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> It just like it just <laughs> a fight in the background. We are a raid household. I will not hear this shit about Clash of Clans. Now I just want to quit my job and just do fucking outlaw radio, fucking like, <laughs> like yeah, pirate radio, where we just play whatever the fuck we roll. Well, if you enjoy this sort of absolute lunacy, come join up in our Discord. Link is in the description of this episode, as always. And again, Mikey, I know I said it like. 20 minutes ago but again thank you so much for coming on the episode you got to come around a little bit more we'll come up to your place as well and i will have my podcast studio back up and running so we can just roll in and do this whenever the fuck we want only yeah. difference is chris won't have a key anymore <laughs> i have a goddamn key <laughs> you will always find a key just rachel fucking terrified hey your friend's here god damn it how <laughs> 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 just fucking fucking this white gorilla just showed up hey, how's it going uh, what you uh, what you open the fucking door bitch <laughs> it's two o'clock in the afternoon yeah I'm awake <laughs> <laughs> but for this episode of the couch brotatoes I've been Alex and Chris do you have any sort of final thoughts for well, us well before I was cut off about my goddamn three chickens thing I was gonna bring up how you need to cycle your own fucking waste to make the chickens live longer. Now, when I talk about the chickens, I'm also talking about you need to grow your vegetables and get fish. Fish actually live longer than...